That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Listen up now, don't get too far. You tuned in to hear some stories told by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! <laughs> Bing! <Hi. laughs> we, we did something just, different. <laughs> we just started with random noises. Mm-hmm. We both knew, our, our, we both yep, had our we mouths ready. We both <laughs> I was like, I don't know what songs you're gonna make. We're gonna make, but we're back. It's always a surprise. Ah, Hello, that's KC. I'm Hillary Holt. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you start yelling for a second. Uh, uh, you're Hillary Holt. And I'm uh-huh. Hillary Batliner. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> Chat true crime and paranormal of uh, Kansas City, Missouri, Kansas, or and, surrounding areas, and or either state. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because <laughs> we can, um, and <laughs> um, oh, food oh stuff. and then yeah, we have local things, local treats, eats and treats. Um, no more eats, just drinks and treats. We have the eats before. We had the eats or, before, and after, talk, and then we mention or we mention it. <laughs> yes, so we take yeah. a picture or mention it, and mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> and then yep, because otherwise you cannot eat. Hillary with an eye will throw her computer while editing. You? Why are you talking in the third person? I don't know. Just okay. so that they know <laughs> the difference. Like, I don't know. People might not know the difference between our voices now. Who knows? Well, I don't know. That's weird. I know. People are weird. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> or is this the first one people are listening to? It happens. Um, that's true. You know. Episode forty-nine. 49. I only remember that because we've been talking about the fiftieth. <laughs> I'm excited. Only way. Um, I'm excited for the 50s. And uh, true crime. Yeah. True crime this week. True um, crime. So, yeah, true crimes. Mm-hmm. Mine's going to be kind of a downer, but it's fine. It hasn't been a downer Mine's for a while. It's not really a downer. That's good. Mine's, yeah. All right. Well, mine's not about murder this time. No, mine's surprisingly. Technically not. Mine's always we serial killers. Know. Mine doesn't. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Casey things, um, I went, well, okay, because I went, I missed uh, the exit I needed to take cause I went to go meet with someone down in Independence at Main Street Coffee House mm-hmm. and then I was on my way back cause, since I'm house sitting like right over by Comedy City. Yeah. Um, then I meant to like go a certain way and then I was like, oh no, it's fine. And then I go, oh dang it. No, <laughs> I need to turn it. And then I had to go like a long way around and I was like, oh yeah. Just go down and go by. Uh, so go by on Bakery. Oh yeah, on Bakery Juicy on 63rd Street, um, which is very far. Not in anywhere close to where I needed to be at all today, but I went. <laughs> um, so I have uh, their H2O6. It's blue. Um, it's coconut uh, H2O coconut water. In case you aren't familiar with what H2O H2O means, I don't know. Um, oh, CBD E3 Live monk fruit and lime. Nice. Yeah. So it's very. Chill. It's got an interesting taste. Now that I read all the ingredients again, it makes sense now. <laughs> it tastes so interesting. Um, and then I also got, just because I wanted it for myself for later, is yeah. their black milk, M-Y-L-K. Uh, and that's got orange zest, uh, cardamom, house-made almond milk, M-Y-L-K. So that's why it's M-Y-L-K. Mm. Uh, activated charcoal and wildflower uh, honey. 
don't know why that just sounded so weird. Wildflower yeah. honey. Well, yeah. Honey of wildflowers. That makes sense. That's for some reason that no, makes it just more sounds sense. like wildflower flavored honey. Is yeah, what it sounds wildflower like. honey. Yeah, but it's I don't know. yeah. I don't but know. Yeah. That did sound weird. But yeah, it's super. It looks like paint. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they do. It, it looks like, like gray paint bottles. Well, and that one bunch, especially because yeah. the milk is like mm-hmm. not clear, obviously. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> so cute. it looks it's really little... thick. Like yeah. look uh, like a thick gray paint, medium gray. This is the perfect medium gray, actually. Um. And then the blue just looks like fucking delicious blue water. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's very good. Uh, and then, yeah, super cute little place. And they have, like, pastries and, like, it, good food, I too. I love little, like, cafes and food. Yeah, it's, like, super, so. it's tiny. Um, I would say probably, tiny. like, lobby area is about the size of the studio. Oh, my. Maybe not. Maybe, like, maybe a couple feet wider. Wider. Yeah. Um, but then it goes farther back for huh. all the kitchen and all the food and stuff. Well, that's neat. But, yeah, it was, it's good. A good time. Cute. Um, I have a, an iced vanilla latte. <laughs> I was going to say a vanilla latte, and I was like, wait a minute, no, it's ice. And then I, an wasn't coming out of, <laughs> shut up. Uh, yeah, it's a vanilla, shut up, everyone. I haven't fucking had, I have actually had a coffee today already. It's not helping. Um, yeah, vanilla latte from PT's Coffee. Mm-hmm. Over off of what do we just Southwest Southwest and Boulevard Boulevard Southwest Boulevard know. like Broadway and Southwest Boulevard yeah basically it's, yeah uh, yeah so it's right across from the like kind of Lulu's corner mm-hmm. I don't know Lulu's Noodles, I think it's more across the from of that Lulu's. but yeah and Jacob the Jacob yeah yeah but right by yeah. Evolve mm-hmm. yes right yeah. or Evolve Juicery whatever and everything yeah. like that it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's a cute whole thing. Yeah, it looks like they only got, and they're from Topeka, so they mm-hmm. only have a few places. Obviously, they have one in Topeka. They have yeah. one Kansas City Crossroads, and then I think they only have one in Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Is okay. the only other PT's Coffee? Yeah, um, but they also have. I mean, like, but in Lawrence, though, it's kind of cool because they have it like at the Oread, meaning like at the student. Oh, the student, the student center kid. or whatever. Like that's one of the cool. places you can live. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's pretty so neat. neat. We need to go to Lawrence. We need to have a. We have a yeah. Lawrence Day because they have like I'm the going bar to that Lawrence has in cereal September for a wedding. <laughs> Fun fact. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, for another wedding in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fun just fact. like last year. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I know. I agree. I love Lawrence. Yeah, I haven't been in a while. But yeah, I want to go because yeah, Casey Sotoco is also down there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I want to go. There's like supposedly some place that it's just like a full on like cereal bar thing. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I've heard of that. I can't I remember what go. it's called, but yeah. me me either. Me because because last time we went, we just went and saw like the KU game, so we mm. just parked on Mass Street. And I've never seen a KU game. Place. It's so I've much seen a fun. KU basketball game. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, a football game. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I like how I say I've never seen one. it, but I've seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I've seen one. <laughs> like, but I've seen one. I mean, but, football. Well, okay, yeah. Well, that's they lost. special. <laughs> of course they did. It's that one football. That one year that they won and it's everyone KU lost football. their shit. They all suck. <laughs> Sorry, but we knew. KU we is only good at basketball. KU, wait till basketball season. They're good at baseball. Yeah, track is good, too. Track's decent. Yeah. Mostly just basketball. <laughs> That's mostly what everyone Considering that's where it fucking started. Yeah. So. But. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was it? What know. did I say? I said it. Oh, it's in so my notes. Even to Lawrence? Good what? lord. No. Oh, was like, what um, you just said? Cause... No. I mentioned it earlier before we started to record. Um, but I now I remember because it's in oh. my notes and I'm looking at it. 
well, look at that. I'm just like, what am I talking about? Um, We got a little, like, uh, promo and a shout-out on uh, the Brooke Reading Podcast uh, by Melissa. Um, Because she does, usually she does, like, she does um, a discussion. Like, she'll read, do a little bit of reading and discuss uh, a book, like a favorite book, Mm -hmm. um, next to a Brooke that's next to her house, apparently. Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And so, yeah, so she gets, like, Thoughts and questions from listeners and stuff, and then just uh, kind of a little, like, book discussion type of thing. Um, but she, her special episode was about, like, people wanting to do podcasts because she's in the, the the little podcast group, Work Life and Balance podcast group, oh. um, and sent us, like, a survey to fill out. And so the people who filled it out, she's like, I'm going to put you on the thing. And it's like, awesome. okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, oh, and I've been looking at merch stuff, like, different stores, oh. like, print mm-hmm. to thing because the thought of um shipping stuff out gives me a heart attack what? um because <laughs> i don't have the room for it and i don't want to do it except for like patreon people of course oh but like yeah. merch merch stuff uh-huh. it's like just i don't let someone else i want to let someone else deal with it yeah that's probably <laughs> better that. and then get money from it and then but, get money yeah but there's like a bunch of apparently there's a lot more stores than i was aware of yeah online so there's like it's like secret. Like it's, it's like there's so much. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. So much. <laughs> like, I yeah, so I was like, uh, uh, let's just copy what someone else mm-hmm. on another podcast I mean, has done because it's working for them, obviously. <laughs> so I'm trying to check it all out and see which one. But yeah, so that'll work. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Cool, and cool, we've cool. got all those things. Um, I think that's it. Nice. Yeah. Do we want to mention our fiftieth, <gasps> or do we want to talk about that after? Ooh. No, let's do it now before okay. I forget. Yeah. Uh, 50th episode is going to be next week. Yes. And it's also our anniversary episode. Obviously. We're going to get very drunk. 50th, 50th and it's our... One year. One year. Yes. Mm, and uh, we're going to do a little Facebook Live, I think, before it. Uh, maybe like a, like a q and I don't know. Before it? Maybe. Or during? I have no idea. You should probably do it a little bit during. A little bit during? Just so people can maybe see us a little bit. Yeah. After we start to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. AKA more drunk. Because <laughs> yeah. that'll be fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could just leave it on the entire time if we really wanted to, but that's an hour. Yeah. That's a little bit too long. Be too much. Yeah. So probably like, t- what, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah. Hang on. Maybe. Or something. If we pay attention to it and yeah. stop it at the right moment or start <laughs> at the right moment. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be fun. Figure it out. But yes, so we won't be in the studio, everyone. We will be at my apartment. Mm-hmm. We will be getting drunk and off fun. of local drinks. Yeah. And hopefully be a little bit more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Live. <laughs> like on video. So oh, it's going to be very boy. weird. It's going to be weird. Um, but yeah, we'll try it. Yeah. Try and see what happens. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Noise. Noise. All, All right. of those things. There's All probably right. other things I remember, but I don't remember now. So we don't we'll worry it about week. it. Yeah. We'll say it next week. Yeah. If we don't have any. No reviews. That's good. That's just kidding. I don't need any more fucking bad reviews. No. Um, well, we, we have like um, Facebook reviews, so that's good. I, oh, forgot, yeah. I forgot to say that. Your sister gave us five stars. Hi. She didn't review it, but nice. she still gave us five stars, and I'm, uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, Typical. Yeah. That's what I do, too. I don't ever write a review. I don't like to. Sorry. Okay. Sorry about right. that. All right. Okay. You go. Me go? <laughs> Me go. You go. Okay. Me go. So... Mine's a little bit different of like, not like, don't look at me like that though. Not like, okay, I thought you were like, what? No, I was trying Drinking. to breathe and drink at the same time. Well, that's not <laughs> that's what my doable. Face um, 
So that was just a suffocation <laughs> look. Like, oh, God, I can't breathe. Um, okay, so mine is about this app that I recently heard of, which I think we need to do it. It's a Kansas City mob tour app. Mm. I was like, I fucking love the what? mob. Yeah. yeah. So apparently um, it's the first app on the market to explore Kansas City's dangerous and shocking mob history. It was created by a former cop turned lawyer who once investigated uh, one of the city's most notorious Italian-American mafia. The La Cosa Nostra? La Cosa sure. Nostra? I don't know. I just put Google mm-hmm. it right next to that. Yeah. Google it. Um, Google hmm. it. It's L A and then space C O S A space N O S T R A. If anybody wants to Google it. Mom. La Cosa Nostra? La Cosa Nostra? La Cosa Nostra. I'm assuming. I don't sure. know. I don't speak Italian. Um, <laughs> Google it. <laughs> right? Google it. Literally uh, in all caps right next to it. Google it God. on my notes. Google um, it. You said Kansas City Mob Tour app? Yes. Mob Tour. Tour. Tour app. Okay. Um, For the first time, history enthusiasts now have an opportunity to get up close and personal um, with the city's heavily mafia-oriented heritage, obviously, as we all know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Columbus Park. (laughs) Oh, not naming names. I'm just kidding. Um, The (laughs) app shows and explains where mafia members once lived, drank, gambled, plotted, and killed. Best of all, they can do it from the comfort of their smartphones. Millennials screaming everywhere. <laughs> like, thank God. Um, that's me, though. Yeah. Thank God I don't have to talk to anybody. Um, the I want to go see. The app's creator is uh, Gary Jenkins. He says the app is very educational because it tracks the real history of the mob and how these gangsters impacted the community as a whole. For most people who are 40 and over, um, or older, sorry, they will remember the series of mafia-related killings and bombings during the late 70s mm-hmm. and the middle 80s. Mm-hmm. But for anyone younger, they'll be they'll be shocked to know the mafia's close connection to the city. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I'm not <laughs> right. I was gonna say um, unless you're like us and then. Or obsessed with like, yeah. true crime and mob in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, you already fucking know. Um, the inspiration for launching the app came to Jenkins after producing a documentary film Gangland Wire about the Kansas Ooh. City Mafia. So that'd be something else they'll need to look up. I'm gonna put that down. Right? Gangland uh, Wire? Yeah. Gangland Wire. Um, so he said, when I do screenings and talks about La Cosa Nostra, La Cosa Nostra, La Cosa Nostra, or oh, whatever, Ooh. fucking A, the Los. mafia in Kansas City, um, I'm going to just put it, I'm just name them the LCN. The LCN yep. of mafia. Okay. That's fine. Uh, of, in Kansas City. I don't even know if it says it anymore, but. There we go. Mm. Um, I'm often asked to how to find the sites where these mob guys lived, did business, committed crimes, even socialized. Agreed, because you always try to fucking Google that and you can't really find anything because no. they don't want to tell you. No. Um, so he says that's why I decided to create an app that contains everything ever needed to know about the mafia in this city. Mm. Um, the tour app, whatever, can be purchased on Apple or Google Play for $1.99, which I have I'll not done. Do um, I do but that. I, that's, that's one that I will actually... I'll right, pay for it. I, that's true. Mine actually pay for a two dollar freaking, app. or you pay for. It. I'll look at it, see if I like it, and <laughs> then maybe you <laughs> give me give a, you dollar. a dollar. <laughs> I'll give you a dollar to look at it. Um, oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> along with you know like um, a crap ton of um, obvious mob places around Kansas City mm. that you can literally just Google whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he has another list of five little known historic <gasps> mob locations Ooh. in town. I know. So I was like, that's Yay. a little bit more interesting. Um, so me. there's... <laughs> 
Tell me now. Tell me now. <laughs> okay. Um, there's the Last Chance Saloon located near State Line and Southwest Boulevard, um, where the Quick Trip now stands. So, oh, so there was a, a saloon okay. there. Yeah. Uh, apparently, um, the Last Chance Saloon was run by a mobster named Goul- Goulding. Golding, Golding, G O U L D I N G. Golding, Golding, what's that? Like Ellie Golding. Um, yeah, Golding. Yeah, Golding. That's really weird to say without a first name. Mm-hmm. Golding, 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 whatever. Uh, in the fifties, uh, <laughs> such a ghoul. What a ghoul. Uh, yeah, so he was run by Goulding in the 50s before there were zoning laws. <laughs> ah. Half of the club was on the Missouri side and the other half was on the Kansas side. Literally how that quick trip was. And yeah. they had to like, legit move that quick trip. Yeah. Um, the quick trip, I think, is now on Kansas It's now side, on the so. Missouri side. It is on the Missouri yeah. side now? It's cheaper gas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, I remember... They, well, they just moved the gas tank, the pump, like the... <sighs> the tank that they have, like, underground and shit. Yeah. Like, that's literally what all they had to move. So, the... Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember border. Someone... People don't understand the border here. No. Like, the border in Kansas, it Missouri, it's, 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 I remember, you can't keep track of it. No. I remember being in there once and someone asked for, like, a certain, like, scratcher ticket. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, someone, the girl almost did it. And she's like, oh, wait, no, we're Missouri now. So we don't have that yeah. scratcher ticket. <laughs> oh, weird. This is dumb. Um, but it is really nice, though, because then it's, like. If you need gas really cheap, it's, like, right here next to work and everything. Yeah. So it's, like, really nice yeah. to stop. Um, I fucking love that quick trip. Let's see. Oh, legend states that when cops would show up to the saloon, all of the staff and patrons would simply lo- walk over to the other side of the saloon and therefore be across the state lines, avoiding prosecution. This has not actually been proven, but it's kind of a funny so fucking story. <laughs> they were on the Kansas side, they would get in trouble, and then walked over to the Missouri side? Yeah, depending on what police walked in. <laughs> God, that is so mobby. Hilarious. That is, ugh. But it'd be like, like, like I'm over a... here, you can't touch me. Nah, ah, ah. I'm sitting on this ah, stool see? now. Like, ah. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Uh, um, there was also the First Ward Democratic Club. Yeah, huh. um, it, it a lot of words, um, and like none of them like seem to run together. First Ward Democratic Club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a very weird name. Um, it stood at the corner of Truman and Charlotte, which is now just a parking lot. Yeah. Um, on April fifteenth, nineteen fifty, the it's a parking lot for KCPD. <laughs> is it really? I'm Holy shit! Sure. That's fucking funny. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. At Truman and Charlotte. Truman and Charlotte. Is that roughly, KCPD? Roughly. roughly. Yeah. Roughly. I mean, that's almost. <laughs> it's not theirs, but it's next, next to, to it. Next to it. That's fucking. Funny. That makes um, so much sense. And like, that's like, yeah, downtown, like the courthouse. Oh, yeah. It's very close to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dum-dums. Um, oh, April 5th, 1950, the two Charlies, uh, Charles Benaggio and his underboss, Charles Mad Dog Gargada. Mm. These freaking mob names are crazy. I feel like um, there's so many mad, mad dogs, though. Yeah. Mob. Not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> Not impressed. Um, Please don't blow me up. <laughs> They, oh, they left the last chance saloon to meet someone or some mob associates at another mob run establishment. Uh, The first were, oh, what? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so they, 
went to meet associates at the other establishment, which AKA is the first Ward Democratic Club that we're talking about. Ah. Gotcha. Um, they told other mobsters at the Last Chance Saloon that they would return in a few minutes, but they never did. The next morning, employees of the club found the bodies of the two Charlies in a pool of blood. Strangely, their bodies were lying below a large poster of a smiling Harry Truman, um, and the crime remains unsolved today. So that's us. The two Charlies got murdered at the First War Democratic Club. Um, wow. Doo, 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 doo. Mm. There is another one is at 1423 Baltimore. Um, the ni- In the 1950s, the building was home to, to the Downtown Bridge Club. Um, I say quote, bridge, unquote. quote, unquote, bridge, uh, because bridge was not played there. Illegally, illegal gambling was, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a nor- notorious mobster's hotspot run by Nick Savella. And mm-hmm. uh, who would later go on to be an, like a mob boss. Like he was like one of the biggest mob bosses. Um, the Coates Ho- House Hotel, oh. which is now Quaddy Hill Apartments. Yeah, we did. I did the paranormal thingy for that Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, look at there it is. Uh, so the Coates. I didn't find that information in there. Was, Go figure. Well, it was apparently a hot spot of mob activity in the 40s and 50s. There yeah. was a convenience store that sold newspapers, tobacco, gobblegum, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> On the first floor, there was a whole list of just fucking ex- okay. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. I know, understand what's going to be in a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, out of the first lobby, first floor lobby, that was a front for the mob activities. Hey. So the convenience store down below. Oh. Um, there's more to it now. There's more we to find it. Find out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tallman's Grill uh, is the last one that he put on here. So now the popular jazz club, The Phoenix, located at 8th and Central. Yeah. Tallman's Grill was the place to eat for mobsters in the 30s and 40s. It's also where mobsters would get their race results. So we go there after the races. After the races. Um, I'm going to go to the Phoenix Club. I keep meaning to go. Yeah. I've never been. I don't want to go. Obviously. For jazz. For jazz. People sing the jazz. That jazz. Um, So other uh, other interesting locations. Hello. I got a stroke. Um, According to (laughs) Jenkins, is the Trap or the Northview Social Club. I don't know. Okay. At Fifth and Troost. Um, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Rough. All the mob guys apparently socialized in its card room. The hmm. Villa Capri, which is the most important spot in the 70s, part of the block has been torn down, including the actual address of the villa. Um, but this was a nightclub where plans were discussed to murder people and to skim money from Las Vegas. The famous scene oh. in the film Casino. Have you ever seen that movie? Casino? No, but um, I've heard about it. Okay. Um, it showed a guy walking, or sorry, walking, Jesus. A guy talking about the Vegas skim in the back of the store. The actual conversation is the one that took place at Villa Capri. So the whole scene wow. in Casino was based on Kansas City Crime. You're welcome. Mobs. You're welcome, yeah, Hollywood. You're welcome, Hollywood. You're welcome. Right? We gave Hollywood a lot of shit, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the Virginia Inn is at the corner of Admiral and Virginia. So also two not great places to be no uh the oh this building is gone now but this is where three masked men entered and the crowded tavern and shot the three sparrow brothers s-p-e-r-o sparrow yeah spiro sparrow i don't know um mike was killed mike obviously and then joe and carl sparrow were just wounded luckily Mm. but that happened there um and then the last one is the park central apartment at 300 east armor um it's actually where mob boss johnny lazia was killed in the 1930s 
Lazia? Lazia? Was that it? John Lazia? Mm. Or John? John? It says Johnny on here. That's why maybe that threw me off. Yeah, yeah just L A Z I A. So yeah, Lazia. Yeah. But I don't know why it says Johnny. Whoa. Maybe he. I don't call him just, Johnny. Maybe Back he was then everybody to was it. Johnny. Yeah. But <laughs> John Lazia. But yeah. So there you go. Wow. Wow, that's pretty neat. I know. That's that's really neat. That's pretty neat. Okay, go. Well, let's get sad. <laughs> Um, oh, it's good. This is yes, um, it's not. It's it's just like a more like a missing person, so mm-hmm. it's like super just suspect and stuff, like unsolved. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we still don't know Those what happened. Um. <laughs> so we got info from uh, like medium dot com just because she like all of the info that I would find she put it together better than I could. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna take most of it and then some from like other spots but okay. yeah just to give the credit <laughs> yeah. you know uh okay so this is about phoenix lucille colden uh she was only 23 years old when she vanished from her family home in the spanish lake area of st louis yeah on december 18th 2011 oh shit that was recent Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. There's more information later on uh, aside from her that you're not going to expect, but it's fine. Um, I remember because I saw a thing about it, not when I was doing research. Uh, by all accounts, the beautiful and talented young woman uh, with the infectious smile had a bright future ahead of her. Phoenix came from a tight-knit religious family that regularly attended church together. She had been homeschooled, a member of the handbell choir cute uh was a regional fencing champion Mm -hmm. what yeah fencing champion yeah what the fuck yeah uh play the piano i've always wanted to play fencing Mm. i know but i feel like i shouldn't be able to because i will stab someone on accident they got like the i don't care okay something bad will happen (laughs) all right (laughs) uh play the piano and was even taking violin lessons from a church friend who was the second seat with the st louis symphony holy shit so homegirl is connected. <laughs> um, while Phoenix had previously attended the University of Missouri uh, St. Louis, uh, or UMSL, UMSL, as some like you call it, just so you, so, yeah. just so you other, like, just so you other people know. <laughs> oh boy, we're, we're this is rough. Yeah. Uh, her family later discovered that she had dropped her classes and was no longer enrolled. Something happened. Obviously. Girl. I don't know. On the afternoon of December 18th, after going to church, Phoenix was seen sitting in the driveway of her parents' home in her black four-door 1998 Chevy Blazer using her phone. Her father, Lawrence, uh, last saw his daughter as she was pulling out of their driveway at approximately like 3 o'clock. Uh, although it was unusual that she hadn't informed anyone as to where she was heading, uh, he didn't think much about it and assumed Phoenix was going to her friend's house or to the nearby convenience store that she frequented. In the early morning hours of December 19th, her mo- mother, Goldia, pretty, it's different, mm-hmm. Goldia, Goldia Colden. Uh, could not shake the feeling that something was wrong with her daughter. Phoenix never stayed out past 1.20 a.m. <laughs> nerd <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry oh, no she was just young at the no, time she's young at the, well 23 so yeah yeah i mean Still the only reason i stay out late, late is because we're because i have like, to <laughs> laugh yeah because we're after shows and stuff we're just yeah. sitting down um 
We're not, like, out anywhere, really. Uh, later that day, Goldia contacted uh, police while the officer who dispatched to their home claimed there was currently nothing he could do given the fact that Phoenix was legally an adult. He agreed to run the license on her car but found nothing. The only advice he was able to give the Coldens was to call the local hospitals, which they spent the rest of the day doing. Mm. <sighs> like, that, like, missing person thing, like, mm-hmm. so what is it? Like, I mean, missing for, what, 48 hours or something still? Yeah, I think it was at least. I think it's at least forty-eight hours for it to be able to even like put in a report. Stupid. Yeah, as mentioned, uh, Phoenix was seen driving away at roughly about three p.m. on December eighteenth. Uh, a little more than two hours later, a call was placed to nine one one about an abandoned vehicle in East St. Louis, Illinois, which is a which is super sketchy, crazy area. Just BT dubs. Oh, okay. People are losing their shit over there. Oh. <laughs> um, just based off of just local just stats that I mm-hmm. tried to look up for all of Missouri, and it made me sad. So I just looked at Kansas City to forget it. <laughs> uh, um, it was about a twenty-five minute drive from the Coldens' home in a dangerous area. As I yeah said, yeah. Um, the abandoned car was a black four-door. That's what we said. Registered in Goldia Colden's name. With the keys still in the ignition engine running. That's not good. So, so they, okay. So they still got, they got a call about it from 911, two hours. So at three o'clock or what, two hours later. So like five o'clock-ish on the 18th. Mm-hmm. But then when he called the next day, he didn't get anything about the car. Maybe because of the the district. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. That's weird. Unless they were just like, no, nope, we don't have anything. Sorry. Which is and it which wasn't in relation to her going missing. It could, was just basically could like, be, oh, and hey, I'm we found get to a that car in a second. Here. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, all the paperwork needed to identify who the vehicle belonged to, including okay, fine. I guess I should have waited. Uh, <laughs> no, never mind. Including the Colden's home address was found in the glove box. So, like. The info is there. Yeah. Uh, in addition, the blazer had been sitting near the intersection of 9th Street and St. Clair Avenue in one of the traffic lanes. Not parked on the side as if the driver intended to step out for a minute, then return behind the wheel. Uh, the officer who arrived on the scene claimed he found nothing in the car. In actuality, mm, Phoenix's driver's license, purse, glasses, and shoes were in the car. It was never examined for evidence, and two weeks would pass before the Coldens learned that the SUV was impounded by a family friend assisting in the search. Well, other sources will claim it's like a relative, but um, it was a family friend, according to Goldia. So, yeah. 2011 by this point? 2011. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what the li- fuck? Exactly. It's why not- aren't you processing because evidence? Of, yeah, it probably doesn't matter of if it's all her area shit or that not. it's at. Like Jesus, it's that's still- true. That's because of the true. area because that it's at. Here, they're like, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, the blazer Jesus. was impounded a little more than two hours after Phoenix was last seen driving. Yeah, so um, who the and the officer who ran the plates fo- the following day discovered nothing. So who I don't know. Um, the Coldens, yeah, were never officially notified by authorities about their vehicle, either. So, uh, the police report later obtained by the Coldens' private investigator includes conflicting information. Go figure. Mm-hmm. In one section, it is reported that there was an adult female victim. Uh, in another section, it was noted that there was no driver. A second report was a uh, filling date listed two weeks after, or filing date 
listed two weeks after the impounding. The Colden's private investigator notified them that the responding officer was advised by his union representatives to speak with no one. <sighs> Suspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um... So some discoveries. Uh, once the investigation into Phoenix's disappearance began, under the urging uh, of the lead detectives on the case, Goldia searched uh, Phoenix's room, hoping to find some answers to the many questions running through everyone's mind. One of the items discovered was a cryptic note that initially was not thought to be written by Phoenix. As Goldia examined the message more closely and compared her handwriting samples, she realized that it was her daughter's writing, but in a very rushed and hurried manner. The note was on a piece of paper the date, uh, with the date of December 18th marked on it. According to Goldia, the message was along the lines of, We think you need to make up your mind before 2012 or else I will show you what I can do about your parents. In an interview on Real Talk with Tamara, um, which I can I can find the link and link mm-hmm. it to that and put it on the thing, which I'll start doing more on the website <laughs> instead of saying it will and I won't. Mm-hmm. Um, the Goldia explains um, that she doesn't believe this note was to or from somebody, but that her daughter was jotting down something relayed to her. Venus' ex- manner of writing on that page piece of paper was consistent with the way she wrote in her school books when hurriedly taking notes in a class. So girl is freaked out Mm -hmm. a little bit. The colon soon made another alarming discovery. (sighs) This is kids sneaky. You gotta watch. Uh, Through one of Phoenix's friends, they learned that she had a boyfriend with whom she lived with for a short while. At the time she went missing, Phoenix was living with her parents, but at age 18, she moved out briefly, and they believed a female roommate was living uh, with her. Phoenix's friends, uh, Phoenix's friend was sure that this mystery boyfriend would know her whereabouts as they were still dating, but she, but he denied knowing anything. You know, something. Mm-hmm. Um, the boyfriend, who also told detectives that he hadn't spoken to Phoenix before her disappearance, disappearance phone records indicate otherwise. Duh. Idiot. It is 2011. I think it's still do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the day before December 17th, phone records show about 10 calls between the two of them. One incoming call lasted 116 minutes. Yeah, so he hasn't talked to her at all. No, hasn't talked to her at all. <laughs> but Over only, a fucking hour. But only dude. talked to her, like, yeah, for almost two hours. Yeah. Uh, on December 18th, he phoned uh, Phoenix at uh, 9.41 a.m. She would have been in church. No, oh, they spoke for six minutes probably because she was probably at church. Mm-hmm. The afternoon at 1.46 p.m., uh, Phoenix made a call to him that lasted one minute. I'm unable... Uh, oh, you uh, can't locate the uh, name of the boyfriend. As far as I can tell, this is the person who mm-hmm. did the thing. Uh, he's not a suspect, although I'm curious as to why he claimed to not have any prior contact with Phoenix, nor has he ever reached out to her family. That's weird. And also, so like, why is her? Why is the car not inspected? Yeah, why like, isn't the shit inside if you're in, of the car? If it's in a bad area, then obviously something happened. Well, and they immediately thought with like, the keys no, in the ignition. She, it's not. It's not in the place where she'd just step out and then yeah. get back in the car. Like they already think it's suspect. So yeah. why wouldn't they fucking try to examine it? And then you've got conflicting police reports, <laughs> of course. And then you can't somehow find the license plate number when it's put in. So it wasn't put in yeah it like nothing was done correctly because it was found this. it was found two hours so it was five o'clock so between five o'clock and whatever time the police officer got there the next day so probably it's suspect mm-hmm. 
So, uh, as of today, though, Phoenix is still missing. So she's Jesus. still missing six years for six years, and her family is still like holding out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at the time of her disappearance, Phoenix Colden, uh, who also uh, just happens to be black, um, which I'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she was five foot six. Uh, and weighed about 125 pounds. Uh, she had reddish brown hair and pierced ears and was last seen wearing tennis shoes, a dark hoodie, and gray sweatpants with UMSL, University of Missouri, St. Louis, printed vertically down one leg. Uh, anyone with information on the case is asked to call St. Louis County Police Detective Michael Moore at 314-615-5400. The family also has a Facebook page about Phoenix's case on Facebook. Excuse me. Uh, it's called Missing Phoenix Oh, my goodness. Missing Phoenix called down. Um, and I looked just really quick to see what, like, the most, like, updated thing was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a sad post. <laughs> like, uh, it was, uh, it says, we miss Phoenix. We mix Phoenix. We miss Phoenix. Jeez. It's so insufficient to explain our feelings. We love our Phoenix so very, very much and wait as patiently as we can for the Lord to send her back to us safe and safe to us safe and sound of mind and body. Mm. And this is, it says, this is Goldia, a.k.a. Phoenix's mom. And it was for her birthday post for her birthday in May. She would be 30 now. Uh. She is 30 now. She would be. Um, and so anyone wishing that to contribute to the search for Phoenix can donate to the 501c3 uh, <laughs> Phoenix Cold and Missing Fund at any Regions Bank or online via PayPal to phoenixmissingfund at hotmail.com. Um, so also when you take into consideration, like the huge sex trafficking issue that Missouri has Mm -hmm. and also that like, um, since 2000, um, uh, the St. Louis Metro area has, um, an astounding, um, disappearance of 219 black boys and girls that have not, that can't be found. So... What the fuck? It's a, it's an, yeah, it's an issue of black, mostly yeah, black youth. women and girls, black youth, youth or women going missing, mm. but you never hear about them, mm-hmm. which was, there was a post about a strong push last year for, um, like black women going missing in DC. I remember reading the article, like, um, Sean White. Yeah. Who's like the activist and talks, mm-hmm. tries to do all this stuff. Um, so it was a quick little thing from HuffPost. Um, uh, missing, yeah. Uh, to be yeah, to be young, missing, and black is a noxious reality. It is doubly, it is doubly so for black women and girls, no matter the age. Uh, black bodies are not given the same coverage nor sustained coverage when they are missing. We live in a society where what's important is what's trending, quote unquote. Uh, the Black and Missing Foundation, a national nonprofit organization that raises awareness about missing people of color uh, and provides support and resources to family indicates that nearly 40% of all missing people in the country are people of color. So you have a high percentage of people who are a minority in the country. Yes. Yeah. Just like in, you know, prison systems and everything. Uh-huh. Like that. <laughs> uh, um, 
uh, in the published research, uh, supports claims of race and gender bias in the coverage of missing black children, candlelight vigils, passing out flyers, and using social media are important grassroots efforts to generate attention, but they are no match for the influence of local and national news coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't hear about these things. I don't mean, I don't. No, until you look at it or it's a viral post on Facebook and then it's a movement and then we forget about it. Usually it's like a viral post, but no, all news now is just like, oh, this guy, this white guy did something. Right. Our country's going to shit. But let's not actually talk about the good, like not the good thing, but like the um, let's talk. Yeah. The actual problems with our country. Let's talk about how what fucking Melania Trump is wearing. Who gives an actual fuck Mm. what anybody's wearing? Let's talk about real issues on the actual news. But. The news isn't real, so whatever. The news is influenced by stuff. Like it, the news is like, just fucking stupid ass journalists who can't, like, yeah, well, do there's, anything there's other some than the stupid stories that they get handed. So yeah. it's like they don't get handed good stories. No, the they don't even like, try to find good stories. Why is this news? Yeah, um, but stupid. like BBC is good though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like outside looking in, um, and some other some other ones that a if couple. you compare them, they're still they're still good. But there's a couple out there that are still good. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, knowing the your the treatment of someone is because of the color of their skin, but racism isn't a thing because no, Barack no. Obama was president. Yeah, no, there's no racists in this country. No, That's we're right not we're not taking because children once, away from their parents because they're right? legally seeking asylum. They haven't crossed the border yet. They're just reaching it. No, not allowed. <sighs> it's Jesus not. It's not Christ. been a problem at all. Ever. No, never ever. <laughs> Not for never since the beginning never, of time. Never since, like, never since the beginning. Many a many a racist. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Fucking just people. like not like Native Americans, like killing you know you no. know that wounded knee thing, uh-huh. the like Japanese internment camp thing. That didn't happen. No, the whole nope. like slavery thing. Nah. No, it's all just made up. And now just yeah, the earth is also flat. Yeah. <laughs> Just right, to I'm piss just, anybody else just, off. Keep walking yet. 500 miles and you fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> and I walk 500 miles. miles. Yeah. Oh, good luck. So, yeah. So, it's it's crazy. It's and then it's just, anytime I hear, like, a girl going missing, that's always my, like, first thought is sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. I can't. Like, the, what was that's it? Weird. The Tony well, like, my girl. first thought isn't sex trafficking. Mine is they've been kidnapped and murdered. Mm, true. And also that. Well, Probably yeah, even actually, obviously, something even happened, more. But so now, yeah, that's literally all I think is, oh no, unfortunately, she's probably dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's immediately where my mind goes. It's like, no, nope. if anybody's missing over forty-eight hours now, I just assume they're dead. I mean, yeah, because that's the most important time in the secondary location. Mm-hmm. Uh, never go to a secondary location. Ugh. That's shit. <sighs> America. <laughs> Uh, I know that's what yeah, that just aggravates me though just okay rant for a second because um, <laughs> of like people that want to um, like talking about like I'll go like I said when I went to go like Mexico um, and then when I went to go um, to like India the people like I'll be careful we mm-hmm. get taken I was like that's a problem here right like that's stop, not stop just it. in third world countries no, that's literally at home we literally have in the same who, state we have people who do not have clean drinking water yeah it, yeah, people just like I don't understand what's we wrong have, with Americans, but they have road color, rose colored glasses on, and, and they blinders. think that America is like, so fucking great and wonderful. Not. And no, it, we're so it's, behind in so many. There's things. some shit. <laughs> like there's some <laughs> shit with America. Like, <laughs> good God, <laughs> Canada, where are you? 
Get into please help. Please help. <laughs> just like someone. Someone just put us in timeout. Just like we just need to send a meme to just like someone tweet a meme mm. to Canada somehow. I think, I think or whoever's in charge of Canada. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Justin, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. I always want to call him Justin through through what's that one actor's name? Oh, uh um, Jennifer Anderson's ex. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm asking you, but um, no, no, no idea. <laughs> but like literally, someone needs to tweet him. Just be like, I just, think just plenty of people. PLZ, please. HLP, please help, help. Don't even help. Sincere- just a help. Yeah, right. Help. Please help. Please Sincerely, help. America. Sincerely, America. <laughs> Sincerely, all of America. Please, I need get our shit together for us. Oh, <laughs> Come man. contain our shit. Oh, okay. Oh, another thing. Um. Oh, before I forget, yeah. uh, I'm gonna put what? in a little promo probably right, right here because i okay. remember and i'm gonna put in um it's for uh the witching hour which they do mm-hmm. um uh of the um oh shoot the um stories of the uh macabre and um like occult or stuff hold oh. on let me let me make sure i'm saying it right and unusual and stories unusual. of the macabre Macabre. Macabre. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. I thought I said it right. I mean, unusual stories. Um, but, like, the first episode starts out just going ham on, like, a drinking game already. <laughs> that's <laughs> with awesome. With China. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, with, um, make sure, yeah, so they do. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. It's three friends, and then they do that. Um, I've, uh, yeah, so listen to it right now. Hey guys, I'm Amanda. And I'm Christina. So we know you're fans of the bazaar. If you can't get enough. And we know you can't. Then check out our podcast, The Witching Hour, Stories of the Macabre and Unusual. Join me. And me. And our co-host Jacob as we play a drinking game and laugh our way through tales of the paranormal, UFOs, serial killers, and the unexplained. Grab a cocktail. Or two. And drink along to your favorite stories of the bazaar. Look for The Witching Hour, Stories of the Macabre and Unusual, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, do you want to do your... It's a beautiful uh, ad. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful it's, little it's thing. It's pretty fun. Yeah. funny thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen. Sounded so good. I gotta listen. <laughs> we didn't listen. I have no I didn't idea have you listen to it before. I didn't nope, you did not. Listen. Okay. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening, but yeah. that was good. Yeah. Whatever happened. Good job. Good job, guys. Yeah. Go listen to him. I will. Okay. That sounds funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Funny shit. Okay. Funny do you want stuff. me to do mine thingy? Yeah. Mine thingy? Your mine thingy. I just said mine. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so very random, but I'm going to give you a list of nine different ways to use Coca-Cola in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. Not other than rotting your teeth. Mm-hmm. But I'm not against Coca-Cola, everyone. I fucking love Coke. Yeah. Like a, not cocaine, but... Not cocaine, Coke, but not, Coca-Cola. Not cocaine, but Coca-Cola, Without which used to have cocaine in it. Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact, Google it. Okay, so Everyone number should one. know by now. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so number one, cleaning coins with Coke. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how like you can get dirty coins and shit, obviously? You can just put them in a, a little glass of Coke, let them sit in there for a bit. Yeah. And all of that stuff, will you just have to take them out, wipe them off. Obviously, you might want to rinse them under some water so mm-hmm. they're not sticky. Um, but yeah, otherwise they will get perfectly shiny. You can also use Coke as a grout cleaner, which is just, it's kind of, it's yeah. going to gross you out how many things you can use oh, with Coke. Oh, I, I, I'm um, aware. All right. Eyeglasses yeah. cleaner. Didn't know that Whoa. one. Right? Um, grow more. So you can actually help little plants in tiny pots grow better if you pour a little bit of Coca-Cola into the pot because it'll allow your 
plant to breathe better. Because of the little oh, tiny bubbles and shit. The, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. Oh. Um, <laughs> clean the toilet with Coke, obviously. Yeah. Um, jellyfish sting. So if you get stung by a jellyfish um, and, oh, you know, you being told that someone needs anymore. to pee on it. Yeah, yeah. That's just sad. So keep that embarrassment and grossness by simply pouring some Coca-Cola over the mm-hmm. wound. It's one of the best ah. ways. And it won't, obviously, get you a little sticky. Yeah. It won't make you smell like pee. Um, yeah. Uh, you can use Coke to get gum out of your hair, just like using like peanut butter, mayonnaise, oh, whatever. It's basically yeah. the same thing. Um, it just says use some fresh Coca-Cola, though. So not like a fucking can you've been drinking on for a while, mm. for a bit. It, okay. And then all of a sudden someone spits gum yeah. in your hand. You can't just pour just that on your crack head. Crack it open. That's stupid. Um, no more skunk odor. Didn't know it got rid of skunk odor. I didn't oh. know. I thought it was just, I thought didn't that was just like tomato, tomato juice, juice and shit. Yeah. No, apparently. Um, uh, yeah, sh- sure, tomato juice works, but Coca-Cola is actually better and cheaper, apparently. Yeah. So I didn't know it was, know it was actually better messy, than not tomato messy. juice. That's kind of cool. Um, then you can also clean marker stains with Coke. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the trick uh, to this one is to dab and not rub. Otherwise, you'll spread the marker everywhere. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Don't rub it. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Find little nine ways to use Coke. A cola. Around your house <laughs> before I'm not. Gonna, I, just like, I was Coke. listening, but I zoned out somehow, and then it and then it hit me what the, you said, uh, and then you cola. paused. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, good ways to use Coke." Uh, cola around your house. Mm-hmm. Noise. Okay. Okay, go. Mine because I did two because I can't remember if I did the first one or not. Um, and just talking about people from like Kansas, famous people, mm-hmm. Amelia Earhart. I don't remember if I talked about that or not. I don't know. I don't remember either. I don't remember. But I feel like but yes. she maybe, but she is know. from Atchison. Yes. Um, and if you aren't familiar, for some reason, she's the first woman granted a pilot's license by the National Aeronautics Association you, and first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. How do she's you still not missing. I mean the air is. I I don't know. Have you never seen <laughs> Night at the Museum to <laughs> the Smithsonian? <laughs> Who do you oh think you are? God, uh, so oh, and then um, uh, for Missouri side, uh, St. Louis University or SLU, uh, the um, SLU. the Billikens. Yeah, yeah, the creepy Billikens. They're fucking creepy. They're super creepy. If you guys don't know who the Billikens are, aka SLU, aka St. Louis University, go Google, Google that it. shit, and it's terrifying. Ugh, we went on a. The Billikens don't sound very intimidating, no. but when you look at their mascot, it gives you nightmares. It's, it's, not, it's, <laughs> like, like, it's not a goblin. It's, it's not an elf. It's like I a weird mix. It's a fucking Billikens. It's a leprechaun. It's, it's a billikin. A, ugh. I don't it's like terrifying. it. I don't like it. Um, but it received a formal charter from the state of Missouri in 1832, making it the oldest university west of the Mississippi. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oldest university. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty Nice. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just like, I just like to go. Is that it? Yeah. Is that's that all? all. Okay. All right. <laughs> and that's Casey. Oh, God. That one kind of sucked. Oh, that's okay. Nah, it's fine. It yeah, doesn't that. matter. Hey, folks, please don't forget to subscribe, review, and continue to listen to That's KC on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If we're not on your favorite podcast directory, please let us know. You can chat with us on Twitter or Instagram at That's KC Pod and Facebook at That's KC. 
If you'd like to keep the local liquor, food, and podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon at That's KC Pod. If you have any suggestions for local Missouri or Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, and thank you to Brian Lawson for the intro beat. Okay, bye!